0: Section 4 of The Wonder Garden This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by J. Ryan Scarborough The Wonder Garden by Francis Jenkins Olcott The Little Nymph Who Loved Bright Colors Once upon a time, in the days of yore, there was a happy little nymph who liked to play by the side of the stream in which her mother, a lovely naiad, lived. She delighted to pick bright wild flowers, the brighter the better, so that her eyes might feast themselves on their gay colors. Red and yellow were her favorites but Though she was so pretty and gay, she was very fickle and forgot her flowers the minute a butterfly fluttered past. She would throw them on the ground, trample them underfoot, and away she would run after the bright insect. One day, Vertumnus, keeper of all the orchards in the world, saw the little maiden romping by the stream while she wreathed her head with garlands. Immediately he wanted to take the pretty child home with him to live in his most beautiful orchard. He put on his robes painted with autumn colors crowned himself with fruit blossoms, took in his right hand red apples and yellow pears, and in his left a big cornucopia heaped and overflowing with grapes, plums, and peaches. Then he sauntered along the brook until he met the little maiden. He coaxed her in his tenderest tones to go along with him, offering her the apples and pears, and even his cornucopia but she only shook her curls and laughed, and the minute that a butterfly with blue wings flashed by, she forgot all about Vertumnus. She forgot about his beautiful orchard, and his gorgeous fruits, and away she ran after the insect. So light and nimble was she, that before Vertumnus could follow, she vanished behind a hedge of wild roses. At the same moment, Loud bursts of harsh laughter came from the wood nearby, and he saw an old fawn dancing and campering among the trees. Ho, ho, keeper of all the orchards in the world, roared the fawn, holding his sides in merriment. If you wish to snare the fickle heart of yon little nymph, you must change yourself into a new shape each minute to please her shifting fancy. So Vertumnus, who wanted the little maiden very much, did what the fawn advised, and changed himself into a butterfly, and a rose, and a bluebird. But no matter what he became, she liked him only for a minute, then forgetting all about him, away she ran after something else. At last, Vertumnus grew very angry, for he could hear the fawn's and satyrs making the wood ring with the peals of harsh laughter while they mocked at him from behind the trees. What, cried he, shall this insignificant little maiden be allowed to scorn me and my most beautiful orchard? I will catch her and take her away by force. Just as he was speaking, the little nymph went flitting by, so he ran after her. At first, she sped lightly forward. She shook her curls and smiled archly back at him. But when she grew tired and saw that he was still pursuing her with furious looks, as a hunter chasing the trembling deer, her steps faltered, and stretching out her arms, she cried in terror. O ye and save me! Save me! Then Vertumnus put out his hand to seize her, But lo, she vanished from his sight. She was gone. And where she had stood grew up a splendid dancing flower, a gorgeous tulip clad in striped red and yellow vest. There it stood, swaying and nodding on its tall stem and waving its long green leaves like arms. So every year, in the early springtime, the little nymph tulip, Dances in the garden bed, all dressed in autumn colors, her favorite red and yellow. But sometimes, she puts on pink, white, or violet to please the children. End of Section 4. Recording by J. Ryan Scarborough.